We're here with Wednesday, live on Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, iHeartRadio, Live 265, all that. Welcome Wednesday, host, pastry maker, designer, <laughs> fashion artist, everything. If there, what's the most, I got to ask you, because you're so talented in all these different lanes. What are you most passionate about? Because you're talented in, as I said before, in so many different assets. So I, I feel like I'm just passionate about being a creator overall, um, especially when it comes to anything that helps other people on their journey. That's that I, I would say that that was is what brings me the most satisfaction. A thousand deaths. You're also an author as well. Congratulations on Thank you. penning your own book, putting that together. And, and I heard that it, it was a difficult time and it was a, a mode, an emotional journey going through that. And something I liked about the quote is basically, what are you willing to sacrifice yourself? Yeah. In order to get ahead. Absolutely. So a thousand deaths, a lot of people is always taken back by the title. Like, oh my goodness, like, what does that, what does that mean? And it's just a metaphor for how many times I felt like parts of me had to die in order for me to become who I, who I'm becoming. So, um, yeah, it's definitely just <laughs> shedding those layers of skin and, sh- and lessons and, you know, just becoming. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm sacrificing. It's 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 a deep question. It's a deep question. What is it that you sacrifice, you think, in order to get you to this place that you're at now? Being from the east side of Buffalo. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, time. I sacrificed a lot of time. I talk about um, me being married and being in a 15-year relationship, a 14-and-a-half-year relationship. Um, and going through my divorce and all of that. So I would definitely say time was a big sacrifice for me. Mm-hmm. Especially coming from the east side of Buffalo and Buffalo has the best rappers right now. I don't care what anyone says. Al <laughs> Nice was telling me that you have an ear for music. So who's out there that piques your interest right now that's in the game? Who do you think is, is on the top? Because you you style for a lot of up, up and coming artists. Yes, I do. Um I would have to say for me personally, I'm loving Friday right now. Friday. Friday is it for me. I mean, I know I'm Wednesday. And it's not just because he his name is Friday or he calls himself Friday. <laughs> but I really love his music. I love the message in his music. I love that you can hear the hurt of where, of the struggle of him coming into basically a thousand deaths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I got a chance to talk to him that he would have a story uh, that could fit in that category. But Friday is it for me. I think Friday. that he what it takes to be the next big thing. It, it, when we're talking Chris Brown, Usher, do you think it's going to be that level? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel Chris Brown, Usher, Drake. I feel like he's he's up there. I feel like he definitely has what it takes. I see it in him already. Yeah, and his story is real inspiring, especially how he got on. God did it, it, it. He was waiting for that moment, and he got his shine. And, and that's it's all it's off now. That's all it takes is a moment. That's all it takes is to be in the right place at the right time. God to align things, and you just got to keep pushing and keep going and keep striving for what it is you're going for. And your moment will come if you it, believe. 
It will. It, it's off to the races for him. It, on the hip hop side of things, because he, he he could sing. We already know we have R and B down right there. Who, who's the next big thing in rap? You think? And rap. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. The next big thing. Everybody, I pretty much know is already. Uh, in the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who who who's someone you? Who's the the, the hip hop artist you're champion that are on right now? Because El Nice tells me you have a great ear for music, so the, I do. The I expectations do. are very high because I'm someone that loves bars. So when I'm talking about best rappers from Buffalo, I'm talking about Benny the Butcher, Conway right. the Machine. Th- mm-hmm. Those are the best rappers in the game right now. Absolutely. No doubt about it. So uh, uh, who are some? Conway is definitely one of them. I listened. I was just listening to him car before I came here to do the interview. So Conway is definitely one of them. I just, I don't know. I just relate with his music a lot more. Um, I listen to Benny. I listen to um, Westside. Westside gone. Of course. Um, I know them personally. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> Like, you know, us being from the same hometown, like, yeah. But um, those are my boys. Like, I I cheer for them all the time with us being from the home, you know, being from the same place. You know, it's like anybody who could make it out of here and become successful, more power to them. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have your own journey and being an artist and entrepreneur. So what is the difficulty you think it is of making it when you're coming from upstate New York compared to the boroughs? Because the spotlight is always on them, Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn, and hip hop set the precedent that that's where the talent comes from. But how come upstate New York doesn't get that same appreciation and love? I don't know. I feel like we get a lot of, excuse my language, the shit end of the stick when it comes <laughs> We do a lot of people talk stuff and they be like, oh, you're from upstate New York. You're from Buffalo. You're not from New York, New York. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, Buffalo has a lot of talent here. There's a lot, a lot of talent here. I think that maybe just because New York is just more popular, it's more bureaus, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. So um, I feel like that's the reason why they get a lot of the attention. Plus it's just, it's bigger. You know what I mean? It's New York City is, is has so many different areas that come together and make it what it is. So I feel like that's more so why we don't get all the attention that we typically get, but we've been getting a lot of it lately with a lot of the things that's been going on here or in people that's coming from out of here. So. Yeah. And the bills are winning. So that how I'm not a bills fan, but the bills are winning. So you got, (laughs) you got much better. Yes, absolutely. So I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Uh, but but talk to me, walk me on this journey right now, because you've been in this business of pastry making uh, for big people, making cakes for big people. Now I read. So you've been mm-hmm. in this business. So walk me through the process of getting yourself established and and marketing yourself to celebrities and them wanting you to bake for them. So I'm self-taught. It actually is something that I kind of like stumble upon. Um My daughter, my oldest daughter, she's actually about to be 25 next month um but for her 10th birthday I decided to just make her cake like most moms just I'm gonna make your cake you know and I googled a Betty Crocker how to do she was having a Hawaiian theme um birthday and so I looked up Hawaiian themes and uh how to do video came up of of a flip-flop cake and I just followed the instructions and then my friends came over and they 
the kids love the cake. The friend, and next thing I knew, I was making the kids, the cousins, the neighbors, and everybody's cake. And I was just doing it for free. And then after a while, when people started calling me that I didn't know, I was kind of like, I might have something here. And I just kept on with it. And I just, I know I have an eye for creativity. You know what I mean? So um, I see things and I can just look at it and tell how it, it was done. It's just literally a God-given gift. So from there on, people would send me pictures of their cakes and I could look at it and be like, okay, I guess they kind of did this like this. And then just started doing it. And over time, over all of the years that I've been doing it became really good at it. I'm like the cake boss here. Yeah. <laughs> the cake lady. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's how I got into it. And then, you know, celebrities and stuff will come into town for different things and people would have me go and, you know, make cakes for them and so on and so forth. So that's how I, that's how I got started. I've always been a hustler. So (laughs) (laughs) that's impressive. And you got to, and it's, it's great to read about your history because when I, when I read the bio, just, you know, the the troubles that you you went through and it's difficult to, to make it out and you getting forward to where you're at now. And and how was that move to Tampa and getting out of Buffalo? How was that experience and getting out finally? It was hard. It was hard. I, um, I have been talking about leaving Buffalo for years, partially because I don't like the cold. Like, like yeah, I hate the cold. I hate it because I, I live in Connecticut, so I know what it's like. Oh, yeah. Buffalo's colder. Don't get me wrong, but it's right. cold as hell here. Yeah, I was tired of that. I'm like, who lives their life like this? Like, even when I come here, I'm like, who chooses to be this cold? Like, who chooses to have to defrost their windows and so on and so forth? But I was ready to go. Um, But it was definitely challenging um, leaving everything that you're used to. You know what I mean? Like, to go into a, a place where you don't have that support system that you have here. You know what I mean? But I'm a big believer in God. I trust God. Um. I believe that my time, it was my time again, you know, it was just that time for me to go. I was being pushed out. I felt like I was being pushed to leave. Like my spirit wasn't at ease being here. Like I just was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. So I left and I've been doing really good. Like now I have the, I'm the cake lady in Tampa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you don't miss Buffalo at all. If I was, I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go back because there's two different sides. I wouldn't go back because of the jealousy hate thing. And then I wouldn't go back because it's cold. Yeah. Or right um, now it's I, warm, but I wouldn't go back. I would stay in Tampa. I'm actually in Buffalo right now. You're in Buffalo. Wow. So you went back. Well, my family is still your, here. Your family's still there. Yeah. My family and my friends are still here. So I definitely come back here. I also come back here to like, like regroup. I feel like this is a place that I can always come to that always puts me back in grind mode, like a heavier grind mode, like a different, it's a different grut. You know what I mean? Like to the, to the grind that I I get here. So whenever I feel like I'm missing something or I need that, or I'm in the midst of, I have a lot of things going on with the book and, you know, the podcast and everything else that I'm doing. And I need to, put that grunt work behind it, I always find my way back home because this, this is where it all began for me. You're also a designer. So, so 
walk me through when was the first time that you realized that you had this creativity spark in you because it seems as though you're, you're like i said you're, you're talented in, in multiple aspects of the industry so refurbishing furniture just all these different designs so when did you kind of start to see the signs early on that you had a art gift um i feel like i didn't really me myself didn't really recognize it until the cakes Okay. Until it mm-hmm. happened, I felt like that's when I really noticed that I had something, you know. Um, and then when I started getting awards and, you know, being a part of so many different things as far as the cakes go. But now that I look at it, I can see back, see where it went back even further than that. Because even in uh, elementary school, I had wrote like a little book and they had put it in the library and I had got awards for it. And I used to perform in the talent shows at my school and I danced and I, music has always really been my thing. Um, so I used to dance a lot. I was in a lot of dance groups and stuff like that. So, and do choreographer dance for other artists that were, you know, up and coming and stuff like that. So now that I look at it, but back then it was just fun to me. You know what I mean? It was just fun. I didn't look at it as something that I would be doing. But now I'm all in the mix of everything. Got my hands in a little bit of everything, literally. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the music thing. You're also an artist. So where could people go to check out? Are you on Apple Music? No, I'm not. A, I'm not. I can. That's one thing God did not give me was the voice to sing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when you're an artist, this is a different type of artist. I'm a- artist in the sense of I paint I create okay because when I read artists because I already knew you could design and all that so when I read artists I was thinking oh she does music too no I don't do music myself but I do help a lot of um up-and-coming artists the imaging with with imaging um as far as styling or just brand and it's whole you know what I mean like what what are you putting out there so I help artists with that um I do have an ear for you know, good music. So, and I'm connected with some people who, you know, know some people that know some people. So if I hear something, I'm like, yo, you got to check them out. Then they kind of take, they'll take my word for it. You know, (laughs) what are your thoughts when you go to the hip hop, the hip hop charts every week? And are you pleased? Are you someone that's just like, I'm more of an R&B girl. You're more R&B and R&B is thriving right now. R&B is always, they're always putting out a great product always hip hop. It's just, it's so for me, I'm so stuck in my old ways. Cause I grew up on G unit, Wu Tang Dipset. So when I hear some of these new guys coming out and when you're from New York it, and from Connecticut, that tri-state area, you better be coming with the bars because at times I get times of change and, and it, you need to have different artists, but it's a lot of it's oversaturated and New York doesn't get the, the love that it, it, that it used to. And there's, the artists that are there aren't making the music that's supposed to reflect the sound of New York as much. Absolutely. I was just talking about this too nice when they used to remember, I don't know if you remember, I don't know how old you are, but they used to sell the DVDs with everybody. I can't remember the name um, of the actual DVDs they used to sell, but they used to sell them on every corner in New York city um, with like Cassidy and everybody rapping against. Oh yeah. I know what they had a certain name to them. I know what you're talking about. But I cannot remember the name of it, but that's the era that I come from, you know, so I still listen to a lot of my old school music, you know, 
today's music is is good. It's really it's some some of it better than others, but um, I feel like we lost a little bit of the the raw talent. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I feel like a lot of that has been lost, and a lot of people who do still possess it and have it don't get the recognition that they they should get for having it. You know what I mean? And a lot of people who are just performers get more recognition in the people that have the actual raw talent. And in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. There's a couple of pound town. I'm not going to get too far. There's a couple <laughs> songs that are, we know what's going on, but you're right about that. And plus I get, we're in the social media era now and the, the, the artists of this time frame, it, they didn't come in through the organic way, which was like 50 cent blowing up back in the day. Now he did it. And but when you look at the top artists right now, when you think of J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, when people go to the top three right there, they were the last ones to come into the game where they still had to go to 106 and park and had to go to all these tours and all these different events and still had to maneuver through social media. So they were the last ones to know what it was like to actually connect with people on, on an organic type of way. Absolutely. And, and I love those names that you just, yeah. because they find me and put you in, in the KRS ones, the, you know what I mean? Like the, that rock Kim's. Kims and yeah like that's a lot of the stuff that I listen to and people especially younger people are around me they be like who is this I'm like you don't know who Ghostface is you know yeah. <laughs> Master like, Killer you know, oh god exactly like so I still listen AZ I was just listening to AZ, that too do or die yeah exactly the um old Nas and all of that stuff like that I love that like Tupac's one of my favorite. I know Nice is going to chew me out about that because we do the Biggie and Tupac thing all the time. Oh, he did. Yeah, I noticed that when I asked him his top five, Pac wasn't in there. So he's got big in there, though. Of course. Of course. Yeah, no, I, I like both. Though. I put Tupac over Biggie just because Tupac's message was so deep. When you looked at the, the subject matter that he was talking about in his music, I know people always get on him because, oh, well, he's not, he's not lyrical. I, I really don't understand what people say that because he was so poetic. It was like right. he was a poet. He didn't have to go out there like pun and exactly. just rip the mic apart. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's that's the debate that we always have. Is I'm like, I don't take anything away from Big. I don't take anything away from Pop. They're they both are legends. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But for me, it was Pop because, like you said, he was deep. I'm a I'm a deep person. I'm a deep thinker. Obviously, I have a whole book called A Thousand Deaths. You know that was deep as ever. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so I, I think, and, and I'm a, I, I write poetry. So of course I relate, I can relate, I can relate to both, but Tupac really just did it for me. Like he, since I was a kid, I just always loved Tupac. Mm -hmm. a, a coward dies a thousand deaths, a soldier dies but once. When I read that quote, did you get it from If I Die Tonight with the, the intro on Tupac's song, Me Against the World? Was it, did you get that's definitely where I heard that from. They say a coward dies a thousand, a, a, a coward. What is it again? <laughs> it, it, they say a coward dies a thousand deaths. A soldier a dies, but dies. once. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. I definitely got that from hearing it with Tupac for sure. Yeah. Cause I remember, cause when I read the line, I was like, where have I heard that before? And then the, the, the sample, the person talking <laughs> at the beginning of if I die tonight, I was like, yeah, it's Tupac. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a saying in general. Yeah, it's always been a saying, yeah. yeah it's always been a saying, but um, that's probably where I remember hearing it stuck in my head the most is from listening to Tupac, for sure.
So let's get into the artists that you're currently working on, on their brand and imaging. Who are some upcoming artists here that you can let us know that you're in tune with that they're next up and, and what they're, what are they to give us on the visual side of things? Cause when I think of visuals of hip hop, you think of jerseys, baggy clothes and in the puffier with the shiny suits. So what are, what's the imaging that we're going to be getting from these upcoming artists that you're styling? Okay. So one that I'm working with right now, his name is big Kulu. Um, He's African from Cameroon. Um, So he does that type of island vibe music, you know, um, that we all like to get in the groove to and dance to. I actually was the leading lady in his video, which is dropping really soon, um, as well as helping him, you know, style his imaging, his brand, um, just putting it all together and making it make sense. So everything's cohesive. You know what I mean? Like, and preparing him for his takeoff. So that's that's who I've been working with as of lately, for sure. We got to make sure we tap into him. He's going to be yeah. one of the, the rising. Because Al Nice told me, and, and you've proved to me on the show, you have an ear for music. I mean, you don't have to prove anything to me. It's just that <laughs> we agree on what's going on in hip-hop right now. and Because it's, it's not what I grew up off of. And it's okay, I get it. But at the same time, you got to let the lyricists in. Exactly. And I just will. I, I hate that we lost like big and pop so, so young. Cause I would, I think all the time, like, what would they say about today's era? You know what I mean? Probably that's um, terrible. To <laughs> 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 be honest. Uh, you think that's, that's what you think they'll think. Yeah. I think they would. I mean, oh man. Yeah, it, I, th- I hope so. I mean, the, the bar is pretty low right now. I'll say that it's easy. I think SoundCloud is what really is saving a lot of people. Yeah, it's SoundCloud and social media world star because people aren't doing it for the art of it anymore. Everyone's doing it for the cloud aspect of it. It's cloud over art. Absolutely, I would have to agree with you, and that's with almost everything. Yeah, and everything. The acting, all this, all any anything in the industry right now. It's let me get in front of the camera and, and see how many views I can get. And you could purchase those views. So who do you, who even knows if that's true? I'm trying to tell you. Uh, yes, yes, you can. They purchase in blue check mark now. So yeah. What we going to do? The biggest <laughs> artist may be fraudulent. He might be, you know, who knows? Oh, what you yeah. say, say? Yeah, you, you, the biggest artist in the game right now may be a fraudulent. He bought all of his followers, bought the blue check. No, seriously, because it's it's really that bad at this point. You know, people are they they're not getting the viewers' choice. You know what I mean? No. They're it's it's just not adding up. But you know, there is some good stuff going on. I don't want to make it seem like it's all bad. Yeah. <laughs> right now, my girl Cardi is killing the game. She's killing all of these. Cardi tracks. B. Yes. You don't think so? I don't. The way you said it was like. Wait, I, I'm not the biggest Cardi B fan. Like I respect because there's videos where I'll see her freestyling back in the Bronx. I'm just, but she's industry now, so I get what she has to sell. And she's, but with those old freestyle videos that I've seen of her and the old songs that she made, that's the Cardi that I would prefer. The wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not that she's not good. I just, when you become all industry and then they start to control your sound and you see what you have to, how you have to please these audiences. It's like Drake. I think when Drake first came out, everyone was looking at me like I was nuts. Cause I was the biggest Drake fan. This was around 
was it thank me later so far gone those first two but even the the, the comeback mixtape all the mixtapes back in the day i was on drake once nothing was was the same hit i kind of was a little bit downhill because i started to see okay we got some songs on here that are really good but we got some other ones that are okay i see what, what's happening now right. but yeah because nothing was the same i would say was his last great album and after that everything just went downhill what's one of your favorite uh drake songs drake songs Mm-hmm. Oh boy, when I look back on it, fireworks with Alicia Keys. I think. Thank me later. What? Yeah, I think that one. Successful, best I ever had. Fear the calm. Yeah, I like old Drake. I'm not. You're not on a new Drake. Yeah, I'm not. I just, I just don't like it. All that two C slide and search and rescue. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on it. But then there's songs he could rap on. Middle of the ocean. I think he did with Twenty One Savage. He, he was rapping over Az's Mo Money, Mo Murder, Mo Homicide instrumental. And yeah, he he, he can rap. It's just there's certain songs. It's just, yeah. Uh, My favorite. Do not disturb. Best. Do not disturb. Yeah, that's the best song off of More Life. Yes, that's like because he's actually rapping. Yes, that's that. I love that song. And as far as the Cardi B go, I think for me, it's seeing her transition from mm. um loving hip hop to where she is now. I just love when I see her. I'm like, go ahead, girl, because I remember when I see her on Love and Hip Hop, I was like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that like why she is so loud and why is she like that but now seeing her come into herself and the fashion world because she killing the fashion world as well and just on everybody's track and killing it I'm like yeah go ahead party so I love that I haven't I don't think I've ever seen old party like her old videos yeah yeah I, I've come across some of them because it's just and I think I've seen it or before, I think it was around Bodak Yellow because I wasn't a big fan of that song. And then when I was seeing her older stuff, I was like, she could rap. She's she's good. And I was like, what's this? But then you start to realize you got to start to cater to a certain audience. You, we, yeah, got to give them what they want. So who's your favorite artist right now? Oh, my favorite. I For top five, that that's. I'll give you a top five. I I have Conway and Benny in there, Dave East, G Herbo. And if I were to throw in a fifth one, I, he's a little controversial. I know with everything going on because he's he is talented at Tory Lanez. I would throw him in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Tory, Tory. I like now you want to talk about old. I like old Tory. Yeah, chicks tapes. Oh my goodness. That was before anybody was even really on to him like yeah. that. Or, or no, um, it was another one too. Um, New Toronto. Yes. Yes. New Toronto. Yes. Uh, that's the, the Tory that I listened to a lot. I remember I had went to, um, Toronto actually to go see him for what weekend was that? I can't remember, but it was so long ago. It was literally when he first came out and future was there with them. Yeah. All star weekend. Oh yeah, so that that was a big performance. Yes, he was yeah. there for. All. Yeah, so I mean, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's so tough because it, the the real talent in the industry it's so it, it's so spare when you look at it. So I had to throw in someone there for five. If I had to switch it out, I'd probably throw maybe Joey Badass in there. I liked the, his two thousand album that came out last year. I'd put him in there probably. 
yeah, for rappers. Because Tory can rap. That's why I put him in. You can put him in the R&B as well. He's more of an R&B, but he can rap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes, he can. He definitely. Who are you oh, picking for that? Yeah. Uh, R&B, you, you mentioned Friday. Who, who's your top, besides him, who, Who's if you had a top five R&B, who's that? Oh, you didn't hear my question. Oh, what, what did it, did it, it must, because it froze a little bit. So what oh, was it? Okay. I said, I said, fire is female rappers. Who are you picking? Female rappers. Oh my. <laughs> Rhapsody. I think Rhapsody would be in there. I don't even know. I, I'm not even familiar. It's a female name, Rhapsody. Yeah, female. Yeah, Rhapsody. I put Rhapsody in there as far okay. as new female rappers. Wow. Dang. Lotto. I'd probably do Lotto. Okay. Yeah, I'd put her. Dang, that was a tough one for you. This is tough. Yeah, this is. <laughs> this is uh, this is pretty tough. Yeah, because I'm not. Because growing up, I liked Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown. I liked early Nicki Minaj. So it's, it's different. It's, it's not the same. Yeah, it's as not, it used to be. I would have to say it's not either. I, I still listen to Foxy Brown probably regularly. Yeah. Il Nana. Uh, Il Nana yeah. is a classic. Yes. Um, her, uh, Foxy with um, Total, that Total. song. I can't, I can't, I can't rock with you. Man. Yeah. You know, you probably don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm very particular about which one I like. So but yeah, I like Megan though. Megan, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe because she caters to us. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just I don't know what it is. I, I just never really was was into her. I, I don't I, I really don't have an opinion. I just really it, it's it just never did it for you. Yeah, it's just ne never did. I like I mentioned who who I appreciated growing up, so it's it, it takes a lot for you to to really like wow, right? The bar is so low right now, so Dang. yeah. So I, I said who did I say Lotto and and Rap City, yeah, the yeah. two right there. <laughs> okay, well that's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, tough crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about for for you as far as R and B? Because uh, I know you mentioned Friday; he's going to be the next big. Who's who's the top for you? You Chris Brown? You Chris Brown fan? I love Chris. You Brown. love Chris Brown? I, oh, I love Chris Brown. Chris Brown can't do no wrong. To, it, well, I ain't gonna say can't do no wrong. Sometimes I'd be like, all right, now Chris, like, but I'm still always rooting for him. Like, I'm always. I love Chris Brown. Love him bad. I could listen. To, he he's. He is an all-around star. He just is. Yeah, well, he, he, he's great. He's great. Here's, right. the, here's the thing I don't like about Here's he, the thing. He can spray paint. He can do, do it all. I love Chris Brown. What is he, that not like about he, Chris Brown? He, he could do yeah, Okay. But good. You're going to get me canceled here. But I, when people say that he's this generation's Michael Jackson, I just shake. I'm just. I don't see it. I know he's he's he could dance. He could sing. I get it. He's got the mute. He's got great music. But does he really have off the walls and thrillers? And does he really? I say, I, I've never said that. Me personally. Yeah, but all these other I, you haven't. But there's tons of people that tell me, oh, he's this generation's Michael Jackson and all this. 
Right. I've heard it. Definitely. I definitely heard it before. And I just feel like, again, certain people you just can't even, nothing compares to them. Michael was in a class all by himself. Like, I've never seen nothing like Michael before him. And I've never seen nothing like Michael after him. I think (laughs) the class by himself. And so is Michael Jackson. Like, but I don't, I don't even, I can't put them in the same category to me, like to me, no. Yeah, but I do. I love them both. Mm-hmm. She, um, what about Beyonce? Her tour has been dope. Yeah, no, Beyonce's dope. I I don't have a problem with Beyonce. I just uh, my I, my my only grief was with Chris Brown. Like I said, I I think his music's great. I think he's a, he's talented. It's just when people say, "Oh, he's Michael Jackson level," I'm like, calm down a little bit because it's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I definitely feel that. Um, yeah, no, nah, Michael, Michael is in a class all by himself for sure. All by himself. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, yeah no. Mm-hmm. Nah, so, so you got Beyonce, Chris Brown. Who else is in the top five? Oh, my top five. Oh. Okay, so I love. Some of the people that I like is a little, I love Dustin Conrad. Probably never heard of him. Um, I love uh, Cleo Soul. You ever heard of her? No, I haven't. Oh my God. Cleo Soul, Dustin Conrad. Um, we got to put Janae Aiko in there. Yeah, she's nice. Mm-hmm. I love her. But that's like my vibe. I love yeah. that. I love that kind of vibe. Um, who else? Um, let me let me throw a guy in there. Let's go with hmm. Well, Destin Conrad was in there, but I'm trying to think. Who else do I listen to a lot? Um. only other person that i'm listening to r&b right now besides those people that i just named chris brown friday dustin conrad cleo soul um and we'll throw beyonce in there for you know fun but those are some of my top people that i listen to all the time and i'm sure there's more um in there more names in there that i i'm gonna get off of here and be like i forgot to <laughs> but um yeah that but the, that's more like my vibe mm-hmm. i like a very subtle type subtle of, r&b yeah i like a, a subtle r&b for sure yeah yeah uh, I, beyonce chris brown janae, oh, janae. yeah you mentioned janae. janae yeah those three yeah mm-hmm. i love them you got to check out Destin Conrad and you have to check out Cleo Soul. Yeah, I'll check them out. I I haven't heard of them, but I, I'm because gonna I know you have tag you to their stuff because that's good music. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know I'm, you have a good ear. So because those people aren't like, like rah rah type of people, like in your face type of people, and their their vibe is so subtle, I feel like they get overlooked, you know? Yeah. So when I come across an artist like that, I just absolutely love them and I follow them to see what they have going on and stuff like that. 
uh, D Smoke. I met D Smoke at the at, uh, at the Empire um, brunch. Okay. Uh, tea weekend. I love D Smoke. D Smoke. Love, yeah. Do you know about him? Yeah, I know him. Yeah, I, I like I like his music. I think that he's dope too. He he has a a he gives me Kendrick. He's in there with with that kind of vibe that they do the storytelling of you know visual make you see it you know type of thing mm-hmm. like that yeah, yeah. No, i agree i agree i wanted to get into this because you used to hit the runway so you're doing because you, you mentioned before with the fashion and everything that you, you're styling for these artists so tell me about your experience and going to these runway shows hair shows and all that back in the day uh well my mom's the seamstress my cousin's a seamstress, my aunt's a seamstress. So I used to, they used to throw me in there and <laughs> use me for different things that they had going on in there, as well as my mom used to take me to a lot of different auditions. Um, and I used to get picked a lot. They got for that name because that name, they wanted to see who Wednesday was. <laughs> so a lot of times that got me um noticed just from my name and then um I could walk my my I come from a family that are straight shooters so if you ain't doing it right they're gonna tell you uh-uh stop swinging that arm why are you swinging that arm like that or why are you doing this straighten your back roll your shoulders. so I learned that from just having family that way so get on that runway walk it out Sell the sell clothes and wear the clothes and don't let the clothes wear you. I can hear my mom saying that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because everyone always rushes to buy these designer clothes and it looks terrible on them because they can't wear it. Exactly. Exactly. You got to just know how to pull it off. Or you could see something on someone and be like, oh, I would have wore it like this. Or I would have did it like this or did it differently or so on and so forth. But um, yeah, I've, I've done Paul Mitchell hair shows I've done I've done endless uh fashion shows and shows such of that nature I've done it for myself even with my own clothing line I've done my own um show with my mom as my seamstress and helping me out and putting our creative ideas together a lot of my talents that I get I get from my mom my mom is an artist too also so you it's passed down the line then oh yeah Absolutely. My mom does probably, I probably, I don't say my mom does as much as me. I probably do just as much as my mom. My mom does a lot of stuff too. She's a painter. She's, she, I don't sew, but she can put the clothes and stuff together. And the, the way that, how in sync we are, I can tell her idea that I have for an outfit and she can see it in her, her head. Just, I don't have to sketch it out. I can just describe it to her and she's like yeah 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 and then next thing I know she'll so so it bust it out and I'm like this is exact like that's just me like this that's my girl understand <laughs> 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 each other's crafts and artsy minds like we're literally like the same people wow yeah, yeah so, no, so it, it all makes sense now yeah that's definitely where I get it from mm-hmm. so um I'm a bit more, well, because I'm younger, I, I go out and, you know, I can sell the stuff. She can make it and I'm going to hustle it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to get it sold. You know what I mean? So that's the difference. But other than that, where we are a lot alike. 
I wanted to ask you this question, just being on the runways and your experience in, in, in fashion and as a model, how much pressure do did you face and just see other females experience in the industry as far as how they judge you and the body image and being in shape and all that? So talk to me about some of that experiences that you may, may have seen. It's tough, man. It's I think it's tough, not even just for people that's in that way of living or that lifestyle just on women period it's mm-hmm. tough like you know what I mean like keeping up with imaging keeping up with you know being a certain way I'm still really honestly I don't think that'll ever change for me that I'm still really hard on myself about like oh I gotta lose this weight oh I gotta do this or oh I gotta tone up and get to working out oh I'm fat I say that probably every day and somebody's like girl what <laughs> So it's definitely tough with keeping yourself together and because um, you want to feel good. You know what I mean? When you go out there, when you're selling something for someone else, you have to feel good doing it. You know what I mean? Like if you don't, then that's going to show and that's going to come across, you know, when you're doing it as well. So I say the goal. Confident in. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you this because you're on the the runways here and you have experience with imaging all these artists and especially brand awareness. It's important. Skinny jeans. Can we get into <laughs> why? How did this become a thing? Because I, you, you're in this industry with fashion and imaging. So where, where did this come from? Because back in the day, everything was baggy. Now everything's got to be tight and all skinny jeans now so, so talk to me about why you think that this became the thing instead of baggy well nothing's new under the sun like everything goes out of style and comes back around like like <laughs> i feel like it goes out and comes back comes back in so i feel like i can recall some artists back in the day that used to wear the tight pants and stuff like that prince wore that type of stuff you know a lot of stuff that is out now. Um, all bad. I don't feel like it's all bad. I do see some that I cringe a little bit. Like, Ugh. I hate not being able to tell, uh, like, what's going on. Like, I look at someone like, what this is? What is going on here? Like, you know, <laughs> this is just too much. Like, I'm overwhelmed just looking at this person. <laughs> like, so. So, um, I've seen some, some men tailored in some nice stuff. And then I've seen some guys that I'm like, come on now. Like, whoa, like, what are we doing here? So I I don't know. It's, it's, I guess it's whatever you prefer. It's an expression, you know? So people are expressing themselves and we live in a time where that's all people are doing. Mm-hmm. There's also the other trend that's going on. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with it expressing themselves, but I am starting to see a lot of people around. I think you know where I'm going to go with this. <laughs> I, I think you probably know they're painting what? their nails now. Is uh, that right? Have you been seeing? I Drake did it. I, I mean, <laughs> Drake had his nails painted. Yeah, he had his nails painted pink. Yeah, I don't. <gasps> Dang, I didn't see that. Yeah, oh, that was my mom bust out laughing. Yeah. <laughs> 
man. No, I'm not with it. I, for I mean, whatever floats your boat, not you, but them. Exactly. Whatever floats but, you, exactly. I just, I don't know where that came from, but I, I've been hearing and, and seeing a lot of people. And I noticed it when my last year in college, a lot of the people, there was a couple producers and artists that were doing it. And I'm, I just started looking at them. I just said, I don't know. I, I, but now it's becoming me. I, I don't, I don't know what that's about. I don't know. That's a new one. I mean, this isn't the 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 grunge era of the '90s where they were doing it, where you kind of could, I guess, understand it. It went with that gothic, it, yeah, I guess, yeah. aesthetic. Right, the Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah, stuff. yeah. They had their own space, but now it's like anybody and everybody is is doing it. Me personally, I'm not dating a man that's painting his yeah. nails. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? Like, <laughs> no, no. We holding hands, take a picture, and we can't tell if it's my hand or his. No, <laughs> I'd rather not. Like, <laughs> and I don't want to be questioning. Like, what else is going on that you want to be trying? <laughs> I, I'd rather not get into all of that. I want to be sure what side of the the line you're on. You know what I mean? Like, just for my own preference. You know. <laughs> For me, you know, I just, I just want to know, like, I, I don't, I can't get into that. Now, now going and getting their nails, like going to the nail shop and getting them taken care of, cut down. And I can even do like the clear coat, you know, that. They, okay. Yeah. A, a manicure. Yeah. And keeping it nice, but pinks and blacks and yellows and all that. Mm-mm, that's, that's, that's taking it too far. For what? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we doing that? I don't. Some stuff I just don't understand. It's just every some, everything is for attention. <laughs> that tickled you, huh? I I I have nothing to say. I really I just. Drake had pink nails. What's that? Drake had pink nails. Yeah, Drake had pink nails. Yeah, I think it was it was either last week or the week before I saw, but before that he had them yellow. And then it showed that he got them pink. And I think he had a flower on one of them. I was just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm so flabbergasted. I cannot. Why? Jersey Drake. Uh, could you imagine oh. if you see, if you see Benny and Conway do it? No, nah, they would never do that. If they if I saw them doing that, then we're, yeah, I don't know. We're in trouble. <laughs> Benny and Conway, but I see. I I feel like Alvin would try, maybe if he hasn't already. I don't know, because he's he's more. Uh, I said Alvin. I'm so sorry. What's that gonna? What's that? Don't tell me. Um, um, he he. You know, he's more artistic. Um, yeah, with his fashion. You know what I mean? Like with his fashion, he. He does whatever he feels. So I guess I can kind of see him maybe trying it. it. Like I said, if he hasn't already, I don't, I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, I think everybody is just kind of trying to find a way on this new journey we on. Cause all of this is still relatively new, like with the whole social media and how everything and the way of the world and how people are viewing things and how people 
get likes and stuff like that. So I feel like a lot of that comes from all of that. Yeah. No, it does. Speaking of, of you appearing in artist videos, who are some artists that you were able to get in the videos of and, and do some background work and act and whatever it was that you were part of as far as these videos? I'm curious to hear about. Oh, um, a lot of people that I did different videos and stuff for. Um, let me see. 907 it was a group called 907. They were um, from here. Um, they actually have gone on to do very well for themselves. Uh, um, Darius has signed, you know, a major producer and he's doing big things or whatever. So I've worked with them. Um, like I mentioned, Big Hulu. Um, and a few other people, most of the people that I've worked with are a lot of local artists, a lot of people who have before they became who they are now, like, you know, oh, so early on, early on. Yeah. Early on, for sure. When they were just getting started and I seen something in what they were doing and they, or they seen something in what I was doing and grabbed me and brought me into what they were doing and we just made it do what it do. Yeah. <laughs> it caked boutique. This is what brings me to here now. Cause this is your own company, your own brand. Yes. Yes. Cake boutique and company. Um, I basically just do what I do. Like, like I said, my mom will produce different things and I'll sell that, you know, on there or dress people for different events. Like we have an all white party here. Shout out to my boy D Wilson. Um, he does a annual all white, all pink and all black party here in Buffalo. And they're all really big events. So the all white party is here July the 15th. And since we know every year that the event is coming, a lot of people will come to us to make their outfits um, or style them, you know, for the event. Because typically whenever I go to an event, I try to always wear my own stuff you know what I mean so yeah. um after them seeing me dressed <laughs> how I come <laughs> when I come because when I come I'm coming <laughs> then they come to me and they'll be like oh I need your mom to make me something or I need you to put something together for me to have your mom make you know and we'll do that so or I try to have things together ready for them to just purchase during that, those times so yeah, Cape Boutique and Company. Oh, and I also, I do printing and stuff too. So like the hoodies and the shirts and stuff like that, I'll print a lot of those things. And With the print, is it, is it stuff custom made? What What is it for, for the print? I'll do my, I'll, I just, I'm like one of those people that just can't not be doing something, you know, obviously since I'm doing so many different things. So I play with graphics and I'll just be sitting up there designing stuff. And I don't, sometimes I don't know what I'm going to use it for. I just, I'm just doing it just to, you know, have something to do. And then it'll come to me later on and put it on a shirt or put it on a hoodie or something like that. And I may try it for myself first and see the response that I get from the people. And then the people like, Oh girl, I need that hoodie or make me want to make one for the guys or whatever. And then that's just how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm making, I'm mass producing a whole bunch of hoodies or t-shirts or whatever, because they buy them. Yeah. But yeah, I do a lot. I definitely do a lot of that, putting things together. Or I may hear 
I may hear a slogan or think of a slogan and myself, like, and just write it in my notes. And then if I start creating something that the slogan goes to or will go with, then bam, you know, it's just, there's a shirt. So, yeah. You got to get your your quote on the shirt from the book, A Thousand Deaths. You got to get it on there. What you're willing to sacrifice. Yeah. Like I said, it's a a deep question. You will wear a Thousand Deaths shirt? Yeah, I would. And I'm going to send you one. Okay, yeah, I'll wear it. Yeah, I'll shout (laughs) you out on the show and everything. Instagram, yeah, I'll wear it because I think it's a deep question. It is. Because I I think people that are following their passion, they, they made the sacrifice already. I think there's still sacrifices that we have to make. Cause I'm still thinking about it, but obviously I sacrificed something. If I, I think if, if I had to choose who I sacrificed, I think it's my friends to be honest mm-hmm. with you, because when you're, when you have any line of success, the the snakes turn on you, your friends, friends are snakes like Nas says and hate, and hate me now. So yeah, yeah, I would probably say I sacrificed a normal life. You can't move around in certain ways that you can, you got to, <laughs> you got to roll solo exactly exactly but it's not and some a thousand deaths isn't just about the sacrifice it's also about the transition like the transition into into becoming who you are like all the things that I had to change my perspective on change my thought process on um change my my outlook and how I viewed things on um Showing grace and forgiving. Grace, that was a main one that you had to show grace to yourself and others and just situations that you don't have control of. Exactly. Exactly. So that you, so, you know, certain things may happen when you're younger and you hold on to them. You know what I mean? Or you, you, you not, you're not, it hasn't been easy for you to heal from them. Right. And you may play a lot of things over in your mind about different things that happened to you or so on and so forth. And a lot of people deal with this. And a lot of the issue most times is your perspective on the issue that you're constantly, you know, if a lot of times if you could just change that perspective and change the way you view it or get a deeper understanding of it, a, a, a big part is a lot for people is what their parents have done or, you know, how they were raised or what they did get or what they didn't get and so on and so forth. And a lot of times, if you can just change that perspective or get a deeper understanding into why your parents are how they are or how they became how they were, then you can then show grace for who they are now and understand why they couldn't give you what they couldn't give you at that time, which is what they weren't equipped with. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. so that's what I mean with, understanding um perspective and and just adjusting that and having grace and shedding or dying you know that old way of thinking um and then reliving you know your new way of thinking so that you could become better for not only your children but for yourself you know so because that's how a lot of generational curses come. You know, you pass it on. The Whatever your parents didn't get that they couldn't give to you, now you don't have it. And now you're passing it on to your kids and so on and so on and so forth. So in order to break that chain, something's got to change. And a lot of times it starts up here. 
Yeah, you're 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 at where you're at because of who came before you. I, I recently thought about that too. I was discussing that with someone about a, a week or two ago. I was saying that that whatever you're going through in life and where you're at is because of your ancestors, your parents, then your grandparents. It goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, a lot, a, a lot of things. I ask so many questions and I look deep, you know, like I told you before, I'm a really deep thinker and a lot of things are that deep. <laughs> like a yeah. lot of things, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of things be that deep. And people just are so used to surface level thinking that they can't even, they can't even, they like, oh, well, I didn't think about it that deep. Well, you probably should have, because if you would have, then maybe you wouldn't look at it how you're looking at it. Yeah, exactly. Poetry's deep. I never fell. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Nas was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. That's that's a fact. Absolutely. So that's that's more or less a lot of what I talk about in the book, for sure. Yeah. But you also have your own podcast, too. So uh, talk to us about that. So um, <laughs> I have a a sex podcast. OK, yeah. <laughs> I have a sex podcast. It's called Sex Seduction Academy, Sex Table Talk. Um, we talk about sex. Like <laughs> we talk about sex, we talk about again different perspectives and different things that people may have never thought of. Like, is this too much? Is there such thing as too much? Um, like you know, and then we just get people. Different people come on the show. We talk about different topics. And get everybody's perspectives on different things. We laugh a lot. Like, <laughs> we laugh a lot. Um, and me personally, that was a big step, a huge step for me to start that podcast because I'm such a private person about certain things. You know what I'm saying? But I had to kind of break out of my comfort zone with that one. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was you, fun. You have another one, too. Yes, um, I do. I have I, ha I have a couple of them. The other one I haven't actually, I'm just working on that one. I haven't got it completely going just yet. But Sex Section Academy is already out there. Go check that out. And, and they could, is this on Apple Podcasts and everything? It's, okay, yeah, good. Sex Section Academy, Sex Table Talk. So yeah, we're we're getting ready to run up um, season two of that one. So, and we're gonna make this one visual. So okay, oh, yeah, you're a host in your own right, especially with the podcasting. But live host too, you do events. Yes, I do events. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you got a whole long list there of never-ending things that I do. Yeah, well, I made sure to do my research, and Al Nice sent me a big, huge bio that I went went through. So okay, that's yeah. dope. Um. Yes, I definitely do host and I host events. People grab me for different events that they have. One that I did recently, which was actually the last one that I did, was actually uh, a sex type of. OK. Um, it was really dope, though. They had Sir Marvelous. I don't know if you know who he is, but oh, my goodness, he put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> he put on a show. I wasn't even ready for it. I was like, oh, my, what is, I was clutching my pearls and I didn't have none on. Um, but, yeah, check him out, too, Sir, Mar Sir Marvelous on Sir Marvelous. Instagram. Um, 
but yeah, so people reach out to me to host different events that they have going on. Um, and I'm always down. Yeah. I'm gonna get on the bike and hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are the plans for this summer? Because summer's officially underway now. What what are your plans this summer or what you have going on? Well, I'm working on the So There's That podcast. I say So There's That a lot. So there's that. <laughs> but I'm doing that podcast as well. Basically, that's going to be more broad span. We're going to talk about everything, you know, and gather the So There's That at the end. Um, and I'm working on season two of Sex Section Academy. I'm working on the extended version of A Thousand Deaths and the audio of that. Audiobook. Um, yes, doing definitely doing the audiobook for A Thousand Deaths. I'm also, before the year is out, the goal is to release this uh, the extended version of A Thousand Deaths. And I have a book coming out called Sex Duction Academy as well. So... I got a lot of work to do because that's going to be though both of those are going to drop before the year is out. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what that's what I'm working on right now, along with, you know, helping the artists and with their um, gifts and talents and stuff like that. So that's what I'm working on. That's your work. Well, you're working on a lot. That's all. You know. That's important. I'm like the black Martha Stewart there. So there's that. Uh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, I, I agree. You got you got a lot on the way. It, it, you know, it, it's important, especially that you have the clientele, people that want you to to bake for them as well, do the pastries for too. The big yes. big time names. I'm gonna where where are you actually? I'm I'm in Connecticut. Okay. I'm gonna have to I I've never been to Connecticut, but I'm gonna have to come down there and make a trip and get you to taste some of these. Are you allergic to peanut butter? No, I'm not. I'm the best peanut. I'm one of my number one sellers is my peanut butter cookies and my red velvet. So I'm gonna have to come down and you know yeah. chef you up something when I bring. Maybe I could bring you your a thousand death shirt. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe I could go out to Tampa or whatever. I want to get out of here to be like Connecticut. There's nothing here. Okay, well it's maybe tip. you. Can, um, we're gonna be doing a putting some things together in Atlanta and we're going to do, I'm going to do a book signing and stuff out there. Um, so maybe when we put some things together, whether we're throwing parties in Tampa or book signings in Atlanta or wherever we may end up, we'll have to let you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd be down. I'll Connecticut be sure. is not the place. It is not the oh. place to try to get anything popping. You got to get out of here. It's how it yeah. works. Well, what you still doing there? Me? I'm working on getting out of here. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm basically, I'm trying to get some things in motion here to get going just mm -hmm. to, you know, see what could happen down the line here. But yeah, I, I want to be out West Coast, LA. I want nothing to do with Connecticut. The cold weather, you can keep it. I'd even go down to Atlanta. I just don't want to be in Connecticut or even New York anymore. I've had enough. What do you say? <laughs> you, what do you say stop, is stopping you? Oh, from, from getting out there, I think just trying to figure out the next step, travel, expenses, stuff like that to make sure if I'm going to make the move, it's got to be the, the best investment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
don't forget, sometimes things will never completely align the way you want it to. Some things you have to just jump on. So yeah. just keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> but you wait till you feel it in your spirit that you're ready to go. But some things will just never align if you if you just if that's what you continue to wait for. You know, sometimes you just gotta just jump and let and and stick the stick the landing. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if I jump and drown right now. I really don't like even even you said that with Buffalo, you've been saying for years that you wanted to get out of there and you did. I'm in the same position as Connecticut. I'm same position. I want to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I just had to. It, it wasn't it definitely wasn't easy. And I went through a lot of trials and tribulations, you know, with the whole move itself. But once you get situated and things start, you catch your rhythm there then you'll be good. But what you do, you, you can do from anywhere, you know? Yeah. So definitely put your best foot forward with that. You really want to get out of there. Life is short. You might yeah. as well just go ahead and do it. You only live once, as you Drake only. once said. The good Drake said, okay? The <laughs> classic Drake. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Wednesday, anything else you want to let the audience know? Anything else? Oh my God, check me out. Follow me. Follow one Wednesday. Me. One Wednesday, the number one Wednesday. Um, that's W-E-D-N-E-S-D-A-Y, because I know a lot of y'all got that wrong in school. Y'all forgot that D, the first D, and just said Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's one Wednesday. Um, and in my bio, you'll find links to all my other pages because I have a lot of pages, but I'm the plug. Just hit me up. Yeah, what you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all nice for connecting us and getting us all worked out here for the interview. Boy, nice for hooking me up. I'm so happy um, to, you know, meet dope people that put you in position. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. He, he's one of those ones. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. One Shout of one. How about that? It's very slim in this industry. One of one. One of one, for sure. One of one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're one of one because what you're doing is dope, too. Yeah. Shout out to you. Oh, I that. appreciate it. Okay, I did my research, too. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. So shout out to keep going. Keep yeah. going. Stay encouraged. Don't let nothing stop you, which I feel like you already know that. But don't let nothing stop you. No. You got something good going here. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Nothing's gonna stop both of us. We're gonna keep going, and until the next time, anytime that you you need any promo, just let me know, and we'll, I'll definitely put you back on the show. Yeah, all right, <laughs> <laughs> that's on the record. Yeah, no, it is. No, I'm not the type. No, I'm not the Hollywood. To, there's a couple people I'm gonna be having to deal with here in the near future who are acting too Hollywood, and I don't have time for that. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Stay true to who you are for sure. Yeah, no, I, no, I'm not Hollywood. Once I, I give you my word, it's, it's official. Yeah, my word is bond. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> there's no Hollywood with me. Even when this this really takes off, there's no Hollywood. I love that. I love that, and I'm here for it. I might have to have you come on. The, I might have to have you come on. Oh, I, I'd do it. I would do it. You got some stories. Yeah, I have stories. I, Some nasty ones. Yeah, well, 
I don't know that there, my whole life story and just things I experienced in college and just the industry yeah, that I'd make a good guest. I'm very picky on who I do guests with because I have beef with a lot of the journalists in the industry. A lot of journal. I, I don't want to get too deep into it, but yeah, I'm not a fan of too many of the, the journalists in here. And, and a lot of it is their own actions, them blocking me on social media and the games that they play. So. Well, that, you know, all of that comes along with the territory. Yeah. It was along with stepping the bar up and doing, doing your thing and whatever anointing that it is on your life. That's, that comes along with it. You're going to have, you going to, the haters. If you, what? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They bite and they block. Put it that way. They bite off of what I do and they block. So. And that's, that's the way of the game. Yeah. But when you're a creator and what's for you will never miss you. Nope. What's for you will never, ever miss you. And there's nothing anyone can do or say to stop or block that. It is already yours. So forget them people. Yeah. And they got to, they got to, they got to watch what you're doing to keep up with what they're doing. You yeah. know? So forget them. Yeah. Dead and buried. How about that? <laughs> oh, Wednesday. Thank you for coming on the show. I, I enjoyed speaking with you. Like I said, anytime you're it always going to be welcome fun. on here. So shout out to all nice again and enjoy the rest of your night. Take care. Stay safe. I look forward to everything that you have on the way, especially the celebrities that you'll be designing the cakes for. I'm sure the Kardashians will be having some weddings coming up. Right. So yeah. <laughs> Distance. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, the Car the Kardashians will be uh getting married a couple more times. So shade. It'll be it, there'll be a, a ton of opportunities for them and I'm sure a bunch of other celebrities. So absolutely. And I'm I'm all here for it. So yeah. thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Y'all make sure y'all go check out my page one Wednesday and inbox me if you have any questions. And oh www.1000devs.com you can go purchase the book right now yep. right now get off the phones and read <laughs> all right all right Wednesday thank you enjoy the rest of your night take Do care stay safe all right okay you too. all right peace out